Hey everybody, this is Kim Bean with All Things Wolf and Wild. This is a out of nowhere impromptu podcast that I wanted to put out to kind of let everybody know what's happening in Montana with the Montana legislation and the massive amount of wolf kill bills that they've put out and are literally pushing through um, the Senate. Uh, it's all partisan, it's all GOP, and the trapping bills kill bills are just disturbing. And today, in the Senate uh, Judiciary Committee, I believe it was, they uh, were listening to one specific bill brought to you by House Representative Paul Fielder, Um, just one of his many, many bills. But this one, just, you know, they just can't get any worse. But this session was so insane and out of control and mudslinging and very, very bold statements made by some of these legislators. Um, anyway, I just wanted to call up my buddy Mark, uh, Mark Cook, President of Wolves of the Rockies, who has been to every single one of these hearings. Uh, he's there every session, has been for over a decade, and um, Mark knows what he's doing, and he's, he's, he's fighting like heck uh, for the Wolves and you know, we just, we really just, um, we just want everybody to know and, and recognize and understand just what is happening in Montana. So we just want to talk about a few bills. So hang tight and, uh, listen to the rant, understand what's going on and what these are about. And if you have any questions, please don't hesitate to give us a shout. And, uh, uh, anyway, here you go. Hey Mark, what a hell of a day, huh? Uh, it's a crazy day in the uh, House Judicial Committee. I've never, I've been doing this for 10, 15 years, and I've never seen a hearing um, where the elected officials, the representatives, uh, pushed back and were outright rude towards, uh, you know, people that are there to, uh, well, actually, people that are there to tell them their story. And more importantly, that the representatives are there to listen to, are supposed to be wanting to listen to. Yeah, I, I found it really, um, well, I, so I'm, I'm listening in online because I'm in Colorado and Mark's in, in uh, um, Montana. And Mark is, uh, Mark Cook, President, Wolves of the Rockies, just to put it out there real quick, because Mark's done some podcasts too, but I just want to make sure everybody knows who we are. I'm Kim Bean, Wolves of the Rockies and all things Wolf and Wild. So... Mark is always at the at the hearings, every single one of them. He's at every meeting for uh, Montana Fish, Wildlife, and Parks, and he's at every hearing um, for uh, the legislative session, which happens every two years. And this year um, marks literally the worst <laughs> the worst session we've ever, ever, ever seen. And we've seen some pretty bad bills come up, but not like this and not not this many. I mean, this, this was a, this has been a crazy session and it's been one kill bill after another one wolf kill bill. And, um, which just ends up killing everything. Cause it's really, it's like a trapper's dream. If they could get anything they wanted, that's what's happening this session. Um, and it all starts with Paul Fielder. So that's my biggest thing right there. Mark is the fact that we've got, Paul Fielder, uh, Representative House Representative Paul Fielder, who is the husband of Jennifer Fielder, who was also a House Rep and a Senator for the state of Montana, so it's a family affair. 
um, as I said in one of my rants earlier, but they're trappers and they're pushing these bills through and um, it's all party line. So it's all GOP and it's just this insanity. So talk about Paul and what's been going on and we'll get to today because today's session for uh, um, 367 was insane. So Paul and throw out House Bill 224 and 225 real quick, Mark. Sure. Well, let, let me just say one thing first and make no mistake about this. This is a war on our wildlife. It's, it's a war on our wolves. And it's nothing less than a wildlife genocide. Um, I just have never seen anything like this. So House Bill 224 is a snaring bill. Snaring right now isn't allowed. Uh, well, I mean, it's allowed in Montana for coyotes, but it's not allowed for uh, wolves. So we currently have, according to FWP, 1,150 wolves in Montana. Um, Representative Fielder believes that uh, snaring is another tool in the toolbox to kill more wolves. Um, but what he doesn't, he doesn't really care. I, I guess he doesn't care because we've all explained it to him politely, is that snaring has um, non-targeted uh, consequences. In other words, deer will get caught and it, moose will get caught and it, uh, all these other wildlife. And the scary thing is at some point, I mean, it's already happened. It happened a couple of weeks ago in Montana. Uh, somebody lost their dog in a snare mm-hmm. and it died. Um, and uh, Representative Fielder just doesn't really care. He feels that he's the spokesman um, or the poster child for the Montana Trappers Association. And now keep in mind, uh, there's about a million 100,000 people in Montana, and only about five or 6,000 of those people are trappers. So it's the tail wagging the dog telling, you know, the non-consumptive community, uh, they're holding us hostage uh, so we can't go into our backcountry and enjoy ourselves without the threat of your dog or your child, God forbid, um, getting caught in a snare. Yeah, and when we talk about, I mean, trapping and snaring are, like you said, they're already there in Montana. Um, It's disturbing in every way, and we lose dogs every year. Um, You know, it's, it's, and (laughs) it's disturbing, it's barbaric, it's unnecessary. There is no need for this anymore. This is, this is barbaric. And we hear this from many, many people that are calling up during legislative session when these bill, uh, bills are being heard and people are calling in uh, to be heard through Zoom if they can't make it in person, which during the COVID and just, you know, the fact that, you know, Montana is a big state with very few people, so they're spread out all over. So they can't all make it to Helena to, 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 for legislative sessions. But so they have the ability to call in through Zoom. But these people are talking about it. It's like, I'm afraid. I'm an avid outdoors person. I hike. I cross country ski. I, you know, I'm 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 out in the backcountry and I spend that time with my pets, and I'm scared to death right. to go in the backcountry with my dogs because what's going to happen? Because we don't know where these 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 snares are. We don't know where these traps are because let's face it, trapping is unregulated. It's unregulated. They they don't know where not, traps are. Not set. according to them. According, Not according to them, they paint an image that it's highly regulated. 
And uh, we, I mean, we look at the laws. We we recently, uh, last year actually, we did a uh, a FOIA, which is a Freedom from Information Act, requesting, uh, you know, who in Montana has been arrested or at least uh, given a citation on breaking the law for uh, uh, trapping, any trapping incident. And, you know, when you consider what's going on, it's virtually no laws are broken, according to them. Uh, and most of the people that do get citations, they just get warnings. And there's a reason for that. It's because they are the the department, Montana Fish, Wildlife, and Parks, is sympathetic to the trappers, and they they really don't care what the non-consumptive community wants. And the non-consumptive would be people like you and I who enjoy the backcountry, you know, with our pets. And another thing what really irritates me is You'll hear the argument all the time, you know, I was in the backcountry with my dog, it got caught in a snare, I didn't know what to do. And what they'll do uh, when it when it comes time for the uh, opposition to speak to um, um, our position, they'll say, well, was your dog on a leash? Exactly. Why didn't you have better control of your dog? And it's like, well, first of all, there's no leash law in Montana. And, and by doing this, what they're doing is they're victim blaming. They're making it look like it was our fault that our animal got caught or our child got caught in their landmine. It, no, it's just wrong. It is wrong, considering the fact that this is public lands. It's your land. It's my land. You know what I mean? It's our land. We have the right Absolutely. to be on it as much as anybody else does. And we want to do it without creating or causing pain or, or um, to the, you know, uh, no one should fear going in the backcountry. You know, I, I've said right. this story before, but when I moved to, to Montana, um, the most exciting thing for me, because I love Montana, I really do. It's it's wild, which we're going to lose. Um, it's all these great places and all these great rivers and so on and so forth. I took my dogs down to these rivers outside of Helena where I lived, and we're letting them run around, and we were picking berries, and it was just this really awesome time. And... About a couple months later is when I started learning about the um, trapping aspect of stuff. And I started looking at conibear traps and, you know, I was, I was learning about these things. And, oh, my God, I could cringe. I just I even think about it today because my, my dogs were running around in the rivers. And, you know, the fact that nothing happened, I thank the God above because I, I don't know what I would have done. You know, I'm a hothead. Yeah. So, you yes. know, anything happens to my dogs, my kids, I've got, you know, somebody's going to gonna pay for that. And that's the difference is that they don't. They don't pay for that. They, it, oops, sorry. Right. And they get well, you know, it's interesting. to do what they want. <clears throat> you know, what's interesting about this is if your dog or your cat, your family cat gets caught in a trap, um, and just, let's just say it, it breaks its leg if it's lucky enough to have such a small injury it breaks its leg and it makes its way home um you as the, the owner of that animal have to pay for that yeah the vet bills whereas if a cow was to come along and step in a trap and something bad or got caught in a snare and something really bad happened the trapper has to pay to have the uh, vet come out and take care of that animal how is that there 
It's a double-edged sword. It's the same concept, and I'm getting off subject, but it is the same concept that a working dog is protected in the state of Montana, meaning a cattle dog or something like that, one that works cattle or whatever, but a pet is not. Right. <laughs> so one dog has rights over another. So your your toy poodle has no rights. It doesn't matter. Right. But if your border collie or whatever which I love my border collies, if they're working dogs, they have the same right as a cow. So we know who, we know who, who is prized in Montana, right? Nobody else matters except for trappers who are literally less than 6,000 people in over a million in the state. Less than 6,000 people are holding our public lands hostage and they're infiltrated our senate and our legislative um process and they're doing this not because of the majority they're not these bills are being pushed through so bottom line is house bill 224 225 these were pushed through not because the majority wanted them by any stretch of the word but because hey they could. They have friends in the Senate. They have friends in the House. <clears throat> As a matter of fact, all trappers. I mean, they stack the deck in Montana. Right. And, yep. No, you're right. You know, so we've got 224. Sorry, I'm going off again because I'm just so ticked off. But the you got 224. 225 was... Um, uh, extend the uh, ex- trapping season right. <clears throat> from December 1st to... Um, on March 15th, which would mean um, you could be, in theory, you could be, and there's a good chance of this, um, you're going to be trapping and hunting uh, pregnant wolves. Absolutely. Mid to late term pregnant wolves. Yep. So, I mean, it's it's despicable. It's unsportsmanlike. But it, people are willing to push aside their ethics and their morals if it's um, about killing wolves. So if it's uh, a, a late-term, mid-to-late-term pregnancy, um, they don't care. They don't care. Yeah, no, it's, it's disgusting. Terrible. It's disgusting. Um, so that, that's you know, been pushed bothers, You know what bothers me about this, too, is the department, Montana Fish, Wildlife, and Parks, is complicit. And what I mean by that is, they're working well with these consumptive organizations, whether it be hunters or trappers. And mind you, the there are far more non-consumptive backcountry enthusiasts, river floaters, who enjoy the you know the backcountry and the rivers and the mountains, um, but they don't happen to kill wildlife. There's far more. We are the majority, but you would never know that. Um, by dealing with fish, wildlife, and parks and this legislative body. And we've done everything. I know, um, you know, <laughs> Wolves of the Rockies has done everything in their power to to work with um, Montana Fish, Wildlife, and Parks, to work with um, people from across the table, so to speak, so the ranchers and the hunters and so on and so forth. Um We've tried to work with them to create a life that all of us can enjoy with our lands, 
But Montana Fish, Wildlife, and Parks has again and again and again proved that they don't care. And they have proved again and again and again that um, they really don't care about the non-consumptive. And they right. do that by, A, not accepting money, B, um, catering to the minority, which is the trapper, catering in a big way. And for me, you know, they're lying because they have said that they are 100 percent. Oh, we just stay out of this. We'll give them information when they need it. But with the legislative process, we're not going to be a part of it. And we know dang good and well, that's not true. They're in bed with these right. guys. They're helping right. give information. They're help. And granted, I, I got to be fair here. If you need information, it is their job to give it. But they're helping form these bills. You know, I'm looking back at bills they've tried to push through, <clears throat> excuse me, or, or uh, um, laws. How do you call that whenever it's uh, Fish, Wildlife, and Park um, trying to mandate something? It's not a law because that would be legislative. So through. It's through, an arm. What's that again? Arm. Correct. Thank you. It, yes. Where they administrative, to, administrative rule, Montana. That's it. Thank you, Mark. <clears throat> where they try to put administrative through, rules through um, with the commission, and the commission denies it, and the same language is, I think, yeah, House yeah, Bill two twenty four. Right. And I'm like, don't, yeah. please don't tell me that you're not you're not playing the games with these guys. So, bottom line is, for me, their hands are dirty in a lot of stuff. Um, they're not honest. They're not trustworthy. They're not giving us um, uh, and the non consumptive. Um, our due diligence, and um, it's disturbing. And these are just two bills that went through from Paul Fielder, Representative Paul Fielder, right? Um, yep. Who also we sat here today, even in this in the in the um, um, bill session today, listening to these people calling out, if you're not a Montanan, uh, you don't count. Yeah. Yet Fielder comes from Washington State. Well, hey, listen, don't forget um, uh, our good friend Carter Niemeyer went to testify on a bill. Oh, that's right. Um, and he was given 30 seconds yeah. because he's from Idaho. Right. But yet Justin Webb from the Foundation for Wildlife Management um, out of Idaho, too, but is a pro-wolf killing organization, he's given three and a half minutes. Yeah. I mean, how is that fair? They shut Carter down. They yeah, literally no, it was tried, wrong what they did to him. Yeah, they tried to, and he is, um, he's an old trapper. He's an ex-trapper. He trapped for yeah. uh, um, um, their organizations, as a matter of fact. <laughs> so yeah. you can just, it's, but he, he turned around and said, this isn't right. The things yeah, you guys no, are they didn't doing. Want to hear what are, he had to say. No, because they knew that when Carter's going to speak, he's going to be honest. That was the problem that they had with him in general. He's honest. Right. And right. he's going to tell Brutally you honest. what it's like when you trap an animal. When you when you snare an animal, what happens to them? And yeah, quite disturbing. It's disturbing and when you and even he had said he talks to other trappers and when he's like what is it like when you come upon uh, um, a coyote or a wolf or what have you in in a uh, in a snare. And they say it's disturbing. It's awful. Because it's yeah, they, yeah. it's disgusting. They get jelly head. It, it's despicable. Yeah, it's 
Yeah. And, and what is Montana going to do now? Montana's going to put more traps or more snares out there. And now if you buy a wolf trap, you're talking anywhere from $80 to, you know, $150. Snares are six bucks. They're making them. Six a, bucks. Yeah, and that's, they can get them cheaper than that even. Make them cheaper than they that. They can even. make them. Yeah. So they don't, they no, just, I'm, I'm, yeah, it's, it's disgusting. And if anybody doesn't understand or know what jelly head is, let it's me just, pretty bad. it's disgusting. What happens is the, the noose, the noose, <laughs> the metal uh, wire tightens around the head and not enough to kill them, but enough that it, it literally, their head just continues to fill up with blood, I believe. And it just, blood. just continues to blow up and blow up and blow up. It's almost really difficult to, um, to identify. It's, it's just, it's horrendously disturbing. Um, and it, uh, yeah, it, they're bleeding on the brain, but it's, Filling up. Um, anyway, right. look it up. You'll see what I'm talking about. It's bad. But uh, so then we've got that. We've got uh, Senator Bob Brown. Let's bring good old yep. Bob Brown in here with his scary bill, which is how can it be worse than than 225 and uh, 224? So, um, you know, let's talk about Bob Brown, who's a senator of the well, state of Montana. Right. It's his his bill is one of his bills and it's going to be heard next Tuesday. Um, but it's, um, SB 314 and it's to, it sounds innocent, revised laws related to wolf harvest. But what it allows is you can spotlight at night for, um, wolf. You can use what they call nods night observation devices. So in other words, you can use optics that are special that can see at night. So these wolves have, there's no fair play in it. And then on top of that, uh, the bag limit goes from, and the bag limit is a term used for how many animals you can kill a year legally. Um, the bag limit goes from uh, five, currently it's five, to unlimited. And this is probably the most disturbing part of this whole bill. I mean, and it's all very disturbing. Um, you have approximately, according to Montana Fish, Wildlife, and Parks, which we have always questioned, uh, we have 1,150 wolves or so in Montana. Well, Mm-mm. when wolves were re- were reintroduced into this area, they they cut a deal. And it was originally, each state had to have 10 breeding pair, Montana, Wyoming, and Idaho. So you had to have 30 breeding pairs, 10 in each state, and 100 wolves in each state. So 300 wolves, 30 breeding pair, 300 wolves. So Montana made a little buffer, and they went to, they said, you know what, we're going to keep it at 15 breeding pair and 150 um, wolves. So Bob Brown's bill, if it moves forward, that's that floor of 150 wolves will now become the ceiling. So it's very possible that with the use of hunting, snaring, and trap, you know, traps in the ground, and it also opens the door for denning when they go into dens and they kill the pups and poisoning. 
not officially yet, but it opens the door for it to be talked about. And they want to kill approximately 900 wolves in Montana. And the, the sad thing about this, too, besides that, I mean, that's all horrific, is that the season for killing wolves does not have to close. It has to stay open until that objective is met. So when it can, in theory, it could be a year or more hunting seasons for wolves at night, during the day. So think about that. They get no reprieve, no rest, no peace. That's, that's unheard of. Yeah. What other animal is managed in that manner? You tell me, Kim. The only other animal I can think of is another canis, which is uh, the coyote. Yeah, but now remember, coyotes are, are, were taken away from the management of Montana Fish, Wildlife, and Parks, and the livestock industry manages coyotes and we see what they're doing yeah 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 same thing with bison um yeah you know this is the sad part is it's it's and i I think this is what made me and just kind of go a little crazy this afternoon on my way home and (laughs) montanans pride themselves on being the wild wild west they pride themselves, and somebody said that today in the uh, in, in the meeting about we don't like to be told what to do. We don't, you know, that kind of thing. But Montana prides itself for its wild, as they should. That's what I love about Montana is how wild it is. I mean, truthfully, it's amazing. That's what makes Montana Montana is the wild lands and the wild the, the wildlife within it. And yeah, I agree. But yet we've got six thousand. Less than six thousand uh, Montanans, trappers, that are literally controlling the fate of the almost, you know, the the millions of or million of Montanans that that exist there. They're literally controlling the fate of of the lands, the wildlife, because it's not just these snares aren't going to just catch wolves. We've seen, you can go on anything that has wolf snaring and moose, elk, deer. Right. You know, we can go on and on and on and on and on. Anything can get into these traps because they're bigger, they're wider. And the way they set these these traps, the way they set these snares is on uh, um, uh, animal trails. Animal trails that go through trees. And And they go through and they, they, they mark these things. Um, through trees and so on and so forth. So they follow these these trails. Well, <laughs> it's not just wolves that use the trails. It's not just deer or moose or bear. I mean, they all use these animal trails. You know, it's yep. not just an elk trail. It's an animal trail. So they're going to be catching stuff all over the place. Sure. And they don't care. They don't care. They just don't want to be told no. I mean... Right. They don't want to be told no. So the collateral damage is going to be massive. And, you know, we just, it, I'm just completely blown away by the fact that however the person who brings the bill forward, however they make it sound to the Senate floor, 
is how these guys are going to vote. You know, I mean, right. it sounds, well, that doesn't sound so bad. No, let me tell you what's going to happen. I think everybody should have the right. opportunity to speak to the whole Senate. But um, so then we get to today. Today was like the creme de la creme when it came to mudslinging insanity um, in in Montana, you know, legislation. This was an yeah, all it was pretty out, ugly. It was really ugly. This was an all out middle finger to anybody and everybody because the GOP um, in that room today had zero give a crap about anybody else. They had an agenda and anybody who came in and opposed that agenda became a target for the most part. Um, so I just want to, I want to hit on today because today just to me was, uh, it was ridiculous. Listen, I've, I've never seen anything like that. So let me just kind of set the background for this. Um, Senator Field, or excuse me, Representative Fielder wants to do a constitutional amendment initiative to everybody in Montana to make it a right, a, a God-given right in Montana to be able to trap. So we went in front of the Judicial Committee and we listened to Representative Dealer give his, you know, his opening remarks. The proponents of this bill, the people that supported it, were all trappers, of course. Um, uh, livestock was in there too. They they supported the bill because it means, you know, of course, more coyotes and wolves killed, predators. Um, but there was one individual. Um, Representative Skies, and he was particularly nasty to one of the opponents of the bill, people that didn't support the bill. And I mean, it really got really, I've been doing this for like 10, 15 years, and this was by far the worst committee hearing mm -hmm. I have ever heard. It, it just got really ugly to the point where, and you got to remember, Mr. Skies or Representative Skies is a Republican. And thank goodness there was an individual, um, Representative Stapman, who was a Democrat, finally stepped in and said, you know, this has got to stop. You can't, you can't abuse people and bully people like this. Yeah. Um, and, and eventually it did start to wind down a little bit. But then there was another representative named Phelan. Phelan um, had a question for me, actually two questions. He asked me uh, how many people in our organization uh, are literally from Montana, which I told him. I'm not going to be misleading at all. And then he asked me, where do we get our money from? <laughs> yeah. And Kim, what did I say? He said, well, I will be honest with you. Just like all <laughs> um, organizations, nonprofits in non Montana. I'm sorry, all not. That's what it was. All nonprofits in Montana. We get our donations from all around the world, and which is true. That's very much true, and that's all organizations: Rocky Mountain Health Fund. Um, you name it. Yeah, I can sure. throw them out there. They all get money yeah. from all over the world. Safari Club International, you're so, telling me they don't take money from And who was there today? Who was speaking right. today from Safari Club? 
Oh gosh, I, I can't remember the clown's name. But Cabista. He, we'll just he, go there. I'll I'll just say his oh, name. Oh Cabista, yeah. He was from the sportsman profession Montana Sportsman Profession Wildlife. Right. Who, who used yeah. to be part of the Safari Club. Um, if I remember correctly. So to me, it's very funny because it's what's good for the goose kind of theory is not true for them. It's do as I say, not as I do. And that's their biggest thing. Oh, the hypocrite. Massive hypocrites. And that's the bottom line. And I think the, um, who was it that called out? There was a, uh, um, another one who had a question for a woman who actually was spoke phenomenal, by the way. Um, I'm, I'm going to find you. Um, who was said she's trapped? Oh, the trapper. Yeah, she said. She, yeah, I trapped yeah, yeah. trapped wolves before, and um, you know, blah 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 blah. Anyway, he had a question for her. That was Representative Phelan. Yeah, Phelan. That's right. And he said, uh, first of all, I just want to thank you for doing a great. You're, how many wolves have you trapped? That's what it was. How many wolves have you trapped? And she said, I don't know, quite a few. And he said, Well, I just want to thank you for doing a great job. Yeah, that was kind of unnecessary and rude. Well, it was it was obvious now what what the point of this. It had nothing to do with uh, um, listening to opponents or proponents. They have their minds up, made up. They don't care about the majority. But, they but care did, about what they want. What but did she say? My favorite part was when she said, that was so funny. "Well, um, I trapped them for." the purpose of reintroduction and um, for the government. So you may not want to thank me yeah, that for the funny. job well done. Yeah, I was like... <laughs> exactly. So I, I just... They're blatantly... Um, they're, they're really bold. They're incredibly Anti-wolf. bold. Anti-wolf. Um, they sat there and talked about... Um, you know, trying to turn the tables, uh, um, as you had said before, you know, when, when it was brought up that they are sentient beings and that these animals, we're right. talking about animals, not just wolves, by the way, but animals are sentient beings. And when they're in a trap and, you know, I, I think he was talking about some, a, a bear in a trap and, and it was know, a grizzly bear, the grizzly in the bear in the snare and the cubs were standing by and they were crying and everything else. And they came back like, oh, please, you know, oh, so you're going to tell me that the bears are sitting there crying. It's like, wow, are you so removed that animals can't mourn the loss or fear or, you know, be sad? Or I, I mean, you've obviously yeah. never watched. And these are people, trappers, who claim that they know animals better than anybody. And it's like, yeah. no, 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 you're missing this. And they made fun of this situation but then flipped it around and said, well, what about that calf? What about that cow that's being run down by the wolf? And I would have answered things a little bit differently with that. Um, we're not talking about, you know, there, there's, a, there's multiple things. And I, I, don't, I don't condone anything with the, with the cows. They're sentient as well. They have feeling and they have fears and all that. Mind your business. I get that. But we're talking about literally you know, setting traps to brutalize these animals. And right. um, whatever the senator's name was, again, I just don't, I, I don't have them with me and I apologize, but who had said, tried to <laughs> try, try, and I laugh only because it's so insane, who tried to compare um, the need to control wolves the same way as we do bad, bad people. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Where I don't know where that, that came from. I don't, he was trying to say, well, what do we do with them? Well, we don't put them in nooses. <laughs> we, we don't Not slam, anymore. Not anymore, but we did. And that would have been the, and that was an attempt, I think, with um, some things. But anyway, what I really want to do um, is put, because this, y'all, if you get the chance, I, I cannot suggest it enough. But this is actually taped. These sessions are taped, and um, they're on uh, Montana legislation, uh, legislative, um, uh, what is that? Montana legislation's webpage. Yeah, which is basically uh, leg.mt.gov, and then you can go in and try to find this uh, this stuff. But whew, I just want to go through and take snippets because it's disturbing and yet comic relief if you can get past the disturbing part of it all, because they were hell bent. Um, and there was a lot of, um, opponents, um, against every one of these bills and it didn't matter because they've, uh, you know, they've got their minds made up. The difference with this bill is that it would, if passed, it would then go to the vote of the people. Is that correct? That's, that's exactly what would happen. Yep. Yep, that's exactly what would happen. So we need Listen, to... Listen, don't... Go ahead. Don't forget to, to tell everybody about the... I mean, I understand where you're going, but don't forget to tell everybody about Bob Brown's bill to uh, 26, SB 267 on the uh, reimbursement. What he calls reimbursement. What do we call it? Well, it's 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 a bounty bill. Um, I apologize. Thank you. Ah, 267, the bounty right. bill. So 267 is all about um, reimbursing trappers for their um, equipment and things like that. Right. So what it does is it basically pays trappers, and they're saying that's not true, but it is. They're paying trappers to trap. They're paying trappers. Yeah, they got to have a carcass. They got That's their word, carcass. They have to have a wolf body to get reimbursement. Yeah. So, so that's a bounty bill. Is, yeah, if you've got to present a body, it seems to me it's a bounty. And so, when did we last do that? Uh, God, what was that? 1860? 18, yeah, it was the 1800s. You know, 1900s, early 1900s. 1920, so 1921. Montana's not moving forward. No, yeah, we're moving that's backwards. Just crazy. We're moving backwards. Montana loves its wildlife and, so much they want to kill it. Um, yeah, yeah. It's amazing. But and that's conservation. That's, oh, well, is this whole, every one of these bills is about conservation. Right. Every one right. of these bills is about conservation <laughs> and keeping our wildlife at, what is it, um, numbers that are sub- sustainable and yet for, for, for everybody else, you know, the, the one guy who kept talking throughout the whole, I've been trying for years to catch a wolf and so I need a longer season so I can finally get me one. Yeah, they're slippery devils. They're slippery devils, yeah. I, so yeah. the whole point about this podcast is that we just really want people to um, – Know that there is a monster, monster war on wildlife right now. And Montana is trying like hell to lead the way. And, you know, this is happening in Wisconsin and Michigan and Idaho. And Montana is literally just throwing out, pulling up all the stops. And it's real and it's happening. And it is a monster war. And trapping is, you know, it's on the way out and it's scaring these guys. 
Trapping is right. not a necessity. And I think that's the whole point is we start seeing more and more fear and you hear it. They're trying to preserve um, this heritage, as they call it. Um, yeah, barbaric. Barbaric, yeah. And it's like, but we've changed. We change over time. You know, we progress. We hope to progress, right? We want to make sure that we're smarter and we learn from our past mistakes. These guys don't want to. They don't want to do no. it. You know, it's it's almost no. bloodlust. It's so insane with these guys. And there's nothing, you know, it's a waste of an animal, If you, I, for lack of a better way to put it. Um, and I'm just going to say this. If you are hunting for food... Um, and I'm, I'm, I don't want to hear anything about this. I'm just trying to make a point, but if you're hunting for food, you're, you know, you're, you're hopefully you're looking at this animal and thanking it for your nourishment. Okay. You're not doing that when you're trophy hunting. You're not doing that when you're trapping, when you're trapping anything, you're not eating it. This animal's dying so you can skin it and sell its fur. I mean, that's it. Or just to kill it. And that's what they do with, you know, so many animals. Well, and, and don't forget, that animal can suffer for a long, long time before it dies. Because there's no Whereas regulation. Whereas if you, you're hunting, yeah, if you're hunting, and, you know, most of the, the sportsmen that I know that hunt, they want one shot, one quick kill. That's what they're out there doing. I'm not saying bad things don't happen, but for the most part, their agenda is, I'm going to kill that animal with one shot, I'm going to thank it for its life and I'm going to feed my family where trapping is well you know what if the football is not today I may go out and check my traps this week because nobody's well, out nobody's out there regulating it so they talk about no, regulation no, no no it's highly regulated if you listen to that well that's my point so explain to me you know. tell me one <laughs> one um, Montana Fish Wildlife and Parks um employee who knows where the trap lines are set in any place in Montana. I would be surprised if there was one. No, I understand what you're saying. I agree with you. They listen, they like, they like to operate in the dark. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's our job to to shine a light on that. And And let people know who care and love animals and wildlife and fairness what's going on. And that's, that's, that's the reason why I'm, you know, I'm, I'm in on this podcast today. Well, and I appreciate it. I just, uh, I'm, I'm so ticked off cause I, and I'm being really nice with my words too today, but, um, it's just, this has gotten, it's been out of control, but this is absolutely insane. And we're watching this just continue to go forward and it's not getting, I'm I'm seeing no relief, and when I'm not see, when I say that, I mean the animals. They're gonna die. They're gonna die in yeah. mass numbers, yeah. and we got to do something about it. And so, for me, um, I I'm I'm reaching out to everybody out there. I'm reaching out to anybody and everybody who will listen. Um, these guys need to hear your voices. They need to hear Absolutely. it. Absolutely. You know, Governor Gianforte, he's backing the majority of this stuff. Um, I'm reading he's a trapper st- himself. He's a trapper himself, and I'm reading some stuff right now um, as we're talking, 
And I'm like, whoa, so he's backing all, all kinds of these bills to, to bring trapping back to kill wildlife. It's what he's, yeah. he's about. And so we need you to call him up. If you need any information or you're looking for more information, please don't hesitate to reach out to us at Wolves of the Rockies. Um, it's Kim at Wolves of the Rockies.org or Mark at Wolves of the Rockies.org. Um, you can see us on Facebook at Wolves of the Rockies. Um, and, you know, if you're looking for more information or you want to know how to help, please don't hesitate to reach out. Um, Mark, thanks for popping in with me. Is there anything else you want to put out sure. there today? You know, the only thing I would say is, well, first of all, thank you for having me on your, your program. But second, you know, if you if you can't help the wolves and the wildlife that are in Montana, do it where you live. Amen. Try to do something to help these animals because these animals, believe me, they, they're, they're, we're losing ground. And if you really love the wildlife, I don't even care if it's a squirrel. If, if you love wildlife and you want to make a difference and you can't come to Montana or you don't want to weigh in on Montana, that's fine. Do it locally. Make a difference. These animals don't have a voice. It's up to us to be their voice. I'm going to leave it at that because I think that's a perfect... Uh... That's a perfect ending for tonight's uh, chat. But thanks again. Um, everybody, please, like Mark said, reach out. Be the voice of the voiceless. And uh, we'll see you all next time.